Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring, Sunday afternoon edition. Joe Are you in your Sunday Jopo! best, Tim? Are you in your Sunday best, Tim? Uh, this was the first. I, I sprinted here from the washroom because I was shaving. I actually got a tiny hair in my right eye, which is very <laughs> horrible. Um, and this was the first thing I grabbed, this limp-collared, uh, crappy polo I used in a music video once. Is it from the the red music? No, that that the, the one with the blood with the oh, that was the, the one. Yeah, that was the one. It oh, came man. out. All the blood came out. That's amazing. The, people who don't know, uh, Tim's band did a video where, well, you can tell them it was all full of blood and stuff and blood real- walls. That was that was the original concept. We just wrote blood walls on on a whiteboard, and then we're <laughs> like, okay, let's figure out how to make that into something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh well we're here it's one more time it's tim and joel pod you know what to do you can toss us a thumbs up you can leave us a comment if you're in the chat welcome it's good to see you i see the pals are hanging out with us uh and hey you can subscribe here to us at fightful overbooked because we're here every single day tim dropping that content except for yesterday where we made a mistake <laughs> No, I made a mistake. It's all good. It's okay. Hits and misses went up this morning at 8 a.m. If you have a chance, go check it out. Myself and JPJ, we uh, gave our top five and our bottom five from the week in wrestling. You can find that there on the YouTubes. You can also find it anywhere you get your podcasts. Just search Fightful Overbooked. And also, hey, you want to join our Discord? You want to? You want to? We're going to bring it back. You want to? Our Discord has never left. We had a Discord on our old channel. We still have the Discord. But we're going to bring it back. And if you guys want it, we'll bring it back. So maybe we'll do it soon. And uh, finally, you can send us your Super Chats or your Humper Chats. Go over to HumperChats.com. Or you can just donate a Super Chat right here on the old channel. Tim, are you ready for the gimmick? Yeah. Let's let's talk about the things that occurred. So many things occurred. Let's start. First of all, JJ kicks us off with a Super Chat. It's a dream match we've been waiting for. Goldberg versus Big Roman Spear versus Spear. Hooray! Continue for the first time sucks. ever at WrestleMania. Spear versus Spear. Yeah, sucks for Big E, man. He does deserve better. Yeah, man. The whole conversation around. First of all, we got to pat ourselves on the back. Let's let's get that right out of the way. We said it a month ago. We said the Royal Rumble. It was going to be Goldberg and Roman. Had a whole thing going too. We were just off by a month, by a few just weeks. Off by a month. Well, we didn't know. We didn't know that Saudi Arabia had paid large sums again. So here we go. Yeah. And then, if this is Goldberg's last match, great. 
that I've said this, I said it in hits and misses. I just want it to be in and out real quick. One match Roman conquers his enemy and Goldberg is the enemy and that's it. And, and it's just the whole buildup is, Hey, we didn't do this at WrestleMania 36 because of the pandemic Goldberg. You know, I had the balls to wrestle during this time. Roman, you didn't blah, blah, blah. We'll have a match and, and Roman beats him. Smash him stack. Hooray. Finally. If that happens, I'm good. I'm good with that. I, I assume that would happen. I guess Goldberg just doesn't want to do mania. And if he does, <laughs> hey, if he does, then he'll do some comedy match and it'll be Goldberg. Ah, nice. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> but at the same time, Big E had been wanting the Goldberg match forever. And I think we all wanted it too. Not just because Big's meeting <gasps> oh, no! Oh, but like, no. if this is Goldberg's last match, what are we doing? Is Big E the comedy match? Uh, where at Elimination Chamber? At WrestleMania. I think I think it's going to be New Day versus the Usos. <laughs> oh my god! I, after this past week on SmackDown, the way they're doing it again, I have a feeling it's going to be New Day and Usos, and we're all just going to sit there and be like, "Man, I'm I don't want to see this for the twenty millionth time, but the match is going to be great." Will it even? I don't even know anymore. Like it won't be as great as past matches because time. So like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry kitty ears tim oh yeah so i put that up because this chair sucks uh ak racing doesn't pay me and they're they're garbage <laughs> they so, could one day we just have they to could and then i'll stop video. saying their product is garbage even though it's garbage um, <laughs> well meanwhile you know who isn't garbage is our pal andrew zarian who sends a super chat saying Oh crap! Joel is whatever. Tim is wonderful. I mean, right, he paid. He paid to say that. That's how deeply he feels it. <laughs> it's not wrong. That's the problem. He's not wrong. You He's are. Not. You're wonderful. I am whatever. Speaking of whatever, let's talk about SmackDown. We had Roman Reigns come out. We had a 20 minute diatribe from Paul Heyman explaining why he decided to turn his back on Brock Lesnar one more time and why he's back aligned <laughs> to the Travel Chief. <laughs> oh shit. What? I totally skipped the Paul Heyman diatribe. Don't worry. It was I, I thought 20 Goldberg minutes of shit you've heard. <laughs> See, I skipped. So the, the, the recap package from Rumble was so long that I thought I was past it because I heard Roman's entrance. But it was yes. just Roman's entrance inserted into the Rumble recap package. So I skipped ahead even further. And then I saw Paul Heyman in the ring and he was about to say something. And then Goldberg came out and I thought that that was it. I thought Goldberg interrupted immediately. Like, and I nope. didn't, it didn't make me, it felt like I missed nothing. I thought that was part of the show. Oh, damn. Okay. So what do you say? What do you even say? I don't even want to go through it because honestly, I'm looking through my notes and it's, think of everything Paul could have said without saying the actual things that people expected him to say so, about ooh, him Daddy Roman. Oh yeah, Daddy Roman's got the title. This is all that matters. Daddy Roman. That's it. Pretty much. Okay, cool. It, it wasn't great. Like I, I and some people are just like, oh it was masterful and Paul Heyman is back where he should be. And I'm like, sure, that's fine. But like I didn't need 20 minutes of him explaining things he's already explained for the last 20 years. Apparently I didn't either. <laughs> No, you didn't, because all of a sudden, here comes Goldberg, and Goldberg says very, very simply, uh, he was like, he says you're next, because that's what he does. I'm acknowledging you, Roman Reigns. I acknowledge you, Roman Reigns. The most as, pregnant pause ever followed yes, that. like As next in the as, elimination. As my game. next victim, and then he says, you're next. And it's like, wow. Wow. They sure as hell don't pay him by the word. My God. 
I don't know if he knows how to go beyond the five words that he's got. He's never been a good promo, but geez. By the geez, way, shout man. out shout out to Paul Heyman and Bill Goldberg for being probably the only two Jews who can go to Saudi Arabia on the regular and not get in any guff for it. God, my kind wouldn't be there. I couldn't go. They mm-hmm. they would not just a nope. rego. No, you can't. You got to be a no. rich one. There'd be there'd be questions abound. All right, what else happened on SmackDown? They said the main event segment was going to be Ronda Rousey being on SmackDown for the first time, which cool, great, awesome. Sure, uh, whatever. I don't give a crap. First we'll time. Get there. Like, who cares first time? Does that matter at all? Like Yeah. Uh I just I don't know, man. I just I want I wanted a better show. I uh what else? Who does Goldberg face at Mania? That's a good question. I'm telling you, it's Biggie and it's sad. No, I don't know. Is it going to be the sad match? I, I honestly, if Goldberg has another another match given to him, if he's paid for another match, Biggie's the only one. But it's not going to be Biggie. It's going to be something stupid. It's going to be like Corbin and Moss. No, Corbin's going to be Drew at Mania. That's where that's going. <laughs> I think. I think it's going to be an awful lead up to that. I the way that Biggie's been treated lately. I I don't think they're gonna or they're gonna they're gonna either sate him with the Goldberg match or they're just going to like toss him to a new day match. It'll be a new day triple threat. Here's the thing. Not, not a, sorry, not a triple threat, a new day six man. It'll be this the three members of New Day versus the Usos and Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg and the Usos teaming up as the ultimate powerhouse. That sounds so bad. Because does that does that just does it lead to a respect finish with Goldberg and Roman? Like where he's yes, like, yes, absolutely. I acknowledge yes. you, Roman Reigns, and then he becomes like one of the Usos, like just a peon to Roman. Well, no, <laughs> if that then, happens, I'm on board. Well, no, then Goldberg shakes everyone's hand, and then he says, "I can retire now. I can leave." And then he walks just carefully into the ocean, and <laughs> <laughs> you know this finish. <laughs> You've seen this one before. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm here for that. That sounds that sounds dope. That's how you do it. That's how you finish off Goldberg's career. Hall of Fame career, and it finishes with his last breath in the ocean. All right, let's keep going. Ridge Holland and Ricochet have a match, and then it turns into a tag match after Ricochet wins so that Ricochet can then lose to the guy that just won. Anyway. Sure was garbage. I got nothing else to say. I think it's hilarious that Ricochet and Cesaro are being teamed together because it's like team fans love us, but the backstage hates us. Not the backstage, the Vincent Vincent Co. hates us. Vincent hates us, yes. Yeah, we're not we're not flashy enough. We're not Viking Raiders holding what Ricochet stuff. isn't big enough and Cesaro isn't uh Irish or Scottish or any sort of Anglo by birth enough. Oh, that's true. He loves Seamus. He got his he got Drew, he loves Drew, the Vince does. Anyone who has any an anything that follows the McMahon lineage yeah. Yeah. uh is is kind of a darling to him, and they better be a native English speaker. <laughs> That's why I think Ricochet should just go for the Rick O'Shea gimmick. Just oh my God. go for it. Lean into it. <laughs> you started this with me and I gave you guff, so I'm turning this shit around on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, Jimmy wins a match two minutes against Eric of the Viking Raiders. They announced that Elimination Chamber Viking Raiders and New Day are finally going to happen. Sure, why not? Okay, cool. Sure, that's nice. <laughs> It's funny because every year we're like, oh, the Elimination Chamber, that's going to happen. Or the, the Saudi show, it's going to be okay, whatever, but I'm not going to watch it. And then we find out that it's actually going to be an excellent show or turns into an excellent work rate show. And we get it stuck. Yeah. Every time. Every time. <sighs> Natty faces Aaliyah one more time. 
Who get, who do you think wins this match, Tim? The next week or this match? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I know Aaliyah won this week. Um, next week, Aaliyah, obviously. I don't know. I think now he's just putting people over at this point. You know, I don't hate this. I don't hate it that much. Her coming out with this stupid book of like Guinness Book of World Records, Aaliyah with her stupid 317 shirt. Like, one, at least uh, at least Aaliyah's getting play. Two, this is as dumb as anything that re- that aired during the, the Attitude Era. Like yeah. this, this feels kind of like that, but just, you know, it's one of the PG things, one of the non like d- horny things. So it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I kind of like it. It's fun. It's hokey. Uh, Aaliyah gets some play. I'm enjoying And that's it. the thing. And, I, and we get a stipulation match next week, which I'm, that, that was built to in a way that makes enough sense to me. I like it. Is like the stipulation it. world record on a poll? I missed that. No, it's a submission or, or pinfall. Oh, yeah, only. pinfalls. Yeah. Right. I mean, listen, I said this before when they had their first match. It's undercard fodder. It's something. It's putting the women on without it just being about the title. I'll take that. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty comedic, and I'll do that. Uh, it's better than nothing, which is yeah. such a low bar. And it's Which is it's such a low bar. But again, like, like I said, her coming out holding up the Guinness Book of World Records is like, yeah, that's as dumb as things I've seen in the past. So at least it's yeah. wrestling. It's fun. Uh, where is Shotzi? So Shotzi was backstage. That was Gulak, Nulak, if you will. Yeah, and and it's true. Yeah, Andrew's pointing out in the chat that unfortunately Shotzi's father did pass away uh, last week, and Shotzi had she's had a hell of a the the entire pandemic. She lost her stepfather in April of last year. Lost her biological father this year. Uh, it might be the other way around. I'm sorry if I missed it up, but yeah. uh, we send our love to Shotzi. I I love her to death. Great wrestler. Great human being. Uh, but yeah, she was backstage. She did have a segment on, on the show. Even for a second, at least you know she's there. I'd yeah. like to see her back on the show. Absolutely have something going on, but that's what we got for now. We had Drew McIntyre come out. Now, no, no, we I talk about New Lack first. Drew Gulak's got a new look. He's got the oh, little yes. tiny circle linen shades with the, the turtleneck. That's something. So what is it, what's it going to turn into, Tim? Who oh, knows? That's the mystery. We'll tune in next week to find out what the hell is going on with Drew Gulak. Is he going to try and mack on Shotzi? Is that what we're doing? That sounds horrible. I hate that. Don't do it's that. It's going to be the 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 weird alt girl falling in love with the nerdy high school guy. This is the wrong show. It's not NXT. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? New lack. <laughs> <laughs> Drew comes out and he starts running down saying... Drew McIntyre, <laughs> not, not Drew Drew I know it's hard to follow. Yes, it is. You're basically the same. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mirror Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. He's like, the dirt sheet said that I was going to be out forever, that I was going to die because of this injury, that I was... Uh, he, he says a bunch of stuff. And I was like... He says a think... bunch of stuff. He says some stuff out of order that I will not let him get away with. He goes, uh, you, you won't make the Royal Rumble. You certainly won't make WrestleMania. And I was like, no, but you certainly won't make Royal Rumble. You won't make WrestleMania. Like, you, you said it reversed and they, anyway like i said i think the people of oklahoma didn't catch it because you know well that's what but. we want <laughs> anyway he and, and he also says like they said that i would have to retire and i'm like who reported that no, no one, one reported, reported mcintyre is gonna retire everyone just said that he might not make it to the rumble and then he did great i love it he's ha- he's good he's the, fine rehab through it great awesome here's the thing anyway. if if they had any forethought which they clearly don't all they have to do is just lie to some random twitter guy and it'll get reported, and then you can reference it. Like if you want to cross the fourth wall with this, you, oh my god, you can just you can just lie, just lie yeah. to someone. Exactly, it's it'll get out in the world. You can you can 
you can copy the tweet and throw it up on your on your TV screen like but they didn't plan this, right? They just no. they came up with they come up with this stuff the day of, which is yeah. very transparent. So yeah, no one fact checks exactly. Anything. Like it no one does fact. it every time. Every time they mention like a specific diagnosis in kayfabe, it's the worst because like <laughs> clearly they have doctors around, but they don't know how to talk to them or or they don't understand when they hear them. Like yeah, exactly. Uh, and so Drew's like, "Hey, I'm not done with Matt Moss and uh, and Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin comes out and he's just like. Uh, I don't even remember anymore. But then yeah, what did, Mac, I don't remember what Corbin said. But then, I don't even yeah. care because Matt Cat Mosk sneaks in the ring, which is hilarious. Just watching that happen, and then he gets the, the sword pointed at him, and Drew's like, "Make me laugh, funny and, man." And then Moss comes out with like the best joke ever, and I got it. I wrote it down. It's the first time he said a joke that's actually very funny. It's got that yeah. level of clever, a little bit of wordplay, and like. It gets his ass beat for it. <laughs> it was it was too. It, I think it was maybe too smart for the crowd in Oklahoma. But the joke was, "quote What does a criminal found not guilty have in common with the main event of WrestleMania? They're both going to get off scot free." Huh? 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 That's literally a waka waka joke right there. It's if pretty did, great. Yeah. If he had oh, just yeah. muppeted it up, it would have been. <laughs> 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 He looks like a Muppet. He looks like a Muppet. <laughs> it was very funny. And yeah, See, Chet's laughing. It's great. They all know. <laughs> I just clipped the mic. <laughs> Perfect. The audio friends will love it. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, so that's that. That's that's the, the, the McIntyre segment. Honestly, segments. one of the highlights of SmackDown. I mean, Say it's much. all... You know what it leads to? Drew and Madcap are having a match at the Elimination Chamber. Looking forward to it. Hey, their last they, match they, slapped. They so. did. They tore it up at uh, day one. So I'll, I'll give them that. I'll enjoy yeah. it. Anyway, Sami Zayn is finally getting his Intercontinental Championship match on February 15th, 18th, 18th. One, one of the dates. One of the shows. <laughs> Two weeks, I think they said. For yeah, the uh, for the IC title, it'll be Shinsuke and Sami. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. They're taping two weeks of SmackDown next week. So next week will be live. And then they're going to tape right after that. Makes sense. Uh, and I think they're in New Orleans. So that'll be fun. Uh, nice. Ronda will be there too. I'm sure we'll get to that and what's going to happen because that's the next segment or two. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Sammy gets his title shot. We've been waiting on that. I'm fine with it. Let's get there. It's all going to add up to Mac Hat Moss winning the Intercontinental Championship anyway. So there we go. Anything to add? No. Look, it'll be fine. What do you make of the uh, the Jackass stuff? Are you enjoying it? The what? The Jackass stuff? Yeah. You... I- I'm ready for it to end now because the movie promotion's rounding out. Did you see that Sammy was at the premiere? Yeah, we did a whole I thing. Sammy. I follow Sammy on social because he's one of the you know one of the good ones, and he does a great job of telling his own stories. And he that did he it on socials with a full thread. If you haven't checked it out yet, you should. Sammy Zane's uh, social accounts. Let's move on. Uh, oh my god! So they do that that submission challenge thing with Natty, right? And mm-hmm. then they go to Boogs. <laughs> this happened to me this happened to me at my high school graduation where i was i was not allowed to be responsible for turning the amp on and stuff they had it in a separate room to to keep the noise down and i played and there was nothing there was nothing so i just hammed it up i was just like yeah it's a fake ass air guitar did you get uh do you think it was sabotage you think someone was trying to to set you off because you were the popular kid uh no no i don't think so i think it was just a goof i think it was just a, a regular childhood goof Poor guy. I'm I'm expecting 
I'm expecting this to come back as a really bad joke, but at the same time, honestly, I just think someone forgot to turn off the tuner. In the yeah. Back. Like that's, that's the thing. That's all it is. And and it sucks. Cause like, Hey, you could use this as like a good transition into a different few. Have it be Sammy who did it. Yeah, exactly. They could totally like, do, they might do that still. Like that's I, so I, easy. Like I doubt it. <laughs> I know. I know. But I mean, so for those who, who don't play guitar, so we, we, we both play instruments, electric instruments at that. And uh, if you have a floor tuner, that's in part of your, uh, that's part of your setup. If you engage the tuner, the tuner completely cuts out the sound from your guitar. Because no now, one wants to hear that while you're going. <laughs> anyway, uh, odds are Boogs was tuning backstage. This is my, this is what I think happened. He was tuning backstage. He thought the person in the back was going to disengage the tuner, but he didn't. And then the person was probably already far away from where he was supposed to be to disengage it. So they just said, ah, forget it. He screwed ah, up. And McAfee covered it like gold. He's so good at that. He was like, so good. Uh, then, yeah, the match is Shinsuke versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder should have won, but hey, here we are. Hey, what are you doing? So, former WWE champion Jinder Mahal, as they like to tell us on commentary. Yeah, they like to mention that sometimes selectively. I'll get to have thought on that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, SP3 in with the heat saying Boogs looks oh, like oh, my oh, creative oh. character from SmackDown versus Raw 2010. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> when he had the long hair, he looked good, but when he started, yeah, doing I the, don't. The Freddie Mercury thing. Didn't like it. Yeah, it's a shame. Didn't like it. Let's move on. Um. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm catching up on my notes. They did the Naomi thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hey, that's I, the main yeah, event. You should talk about that. Yeah, that's gonna be all in the main event segment. And then Los Lotharios and New Day had a really good tag match. But again, the problem is, I don't care right now about the New Day. Yeah. Why is Biggie there? Not really explained. Just was there. And I maybe I may have just missed later, but they referred to Kofi Kingston as a former WWE champion. And I don't think they mentioned the same for Big E, which is on commentary. And it's just like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, yeah, you can just say two former WWE champions like. So I don't know. And I might have missed it, but I know they specifically called Kofi it, but they did not refer to I don't at least not in the same moment. Did they refer to Big E as a former WWE champion? Isn't that awful? If they, if that's what it was, it's so recent, (laughs) so bad. I couldn't do that. Um, Either way, like I said, good match. It's worth going out of your way to get. It's you know, it's like a nine minute TV match. They get it done. It's in and out, and New Day wins. Los Otarios will eventually have their day, but it ain't today. Fine, sure, why not? Okay. Now he gets his pin, I guess. So golf clap. So next week on the show. They're going to do Naomi versus Charlotte for the women's championship. And then they get to the main event segment where Charlotte comes out, does the promo. Sonia comes out and she's like, hey, I want to let you know that I was told backstage before anyone else that Ronda Rousey picked Becky Lynch as her match at WrestleMania. And then the WWE on Fox account tweets out that breaking news, Ronda Rousey has picked Becky Lynch. And I retweeted, I'm like, you're taking this down in three two one as charlotte does her gimmick and out comes ronda rousey by the way this segment made no sense i don't know what we're doing here tim i don't know either all i know is that naomi the star of all of this she did a great job in that backstage segment with sonya again her acknowledging that the stupid jacket thing is always cringy but like i thought she did she got a tremendous promo uh i am more excited for naomi than anyone out of all of this uh ronda came out with a little bit more fire a slightly improved performance that night but like i don't know she, 
She looks like a bird, and it's distracting. A bird? Yeah. Because the know. hair? I just, yeah, I, no, it's the it's the eyeshadow. It, it's got like a mm. wing thing, and it just it makes me think of like a bird person. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it just made made no sense. The whole segment made no sense. I was it to get Charlotte to to catch Rhonda's goat, so she would be like, "Yeah, I picked Becky, but now I want you." But they yeah, didn't I, do that. I think the whole thing was written around that baby line, which is not worthy. <laughs> like, it is yeah. not a good enough blow line to make whatever else around it work. Yeah, Charlotte's like, I'm the, I've am i become the most dominant champion in WWE while Ronda Rousey was playing video games, farming, and having a baby. Like, okay. Also, this, this hideous belt is cuter than your baby. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to okay, keep this okay. belt forever. I just... Anyway, uh, Rhonda comes out. She cuts a much better promo than she has on Sunday or Monday. I have to give her that. It was a better promo. That's all I'm going to add to that. And she picks Charlotte. Hooray. And Ooh. then. Well, that's what we all. That's what we wanted. So I'm glad about that. So. And then she judo throws and puts Sonya Deville in an arm bar. In what seemed like a great exertion to do that back body drop. <laughs> like... Now. I said it on Twitter before they even got to this whole segment. I said the women's championship match between Charlotte and Naomi will end in the schmas. It will become the week after because they're taping two episodes in a row. It will become a tag match. It will be Ronda Rousey in a first time ever on SmackDown. It'll be Ronda and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. That's exactly that's what gonna... this is. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly but it's Ron, and that's the thing Rhonda's not suspended they're gonna yeah, probably exactly. try and do a thing and she's gonna be like here's the money bye and that'll be it they won't <sighs> even do it they'll waltz right past it just in the interest of whatever it, yeah sonia was in her damn jacket her stupid jacket that they keep telling us means she's in control it's she's so meaningful what is it? like she also leapt onto her back which i don't know i feel like that <laughs> crosses the line but <laughs> It's just, it's so silly. And again, Naomi's being made to look like the fourth person in this feud. Which, yeah, which that's awful. You know what? Make it a, a fatal four-way at Mania. <laughs> then I'll be happy, yeah. but that's not going to happen. We know that's gonna not going to happen. Um, you know what? I, I, I'll give them a pass for the for the suspension thing because, like, you know, Ronda was provoked. Like, this wasn't the same as, like, okay. Lesnar on Pierce, right? Pierce didn't throw hands or try to choke Lesnar. <laughs> By the way, the whole like this this is how Lesnar and Pierce will interact from now on is Pierce is just scared shitless. He will do anything for Brock Lesnar. That's just the way it is. Doesn't <laughs> want to end up a trophy head. Yeah, exactly. I named him Adam. Okay. I got my little flip phone here. Uh anyway, I want to show you a photo. Let's move on. That was SmackDown. Uh uh Sasha Blanks, Sasha Banks was not there. Getting she was called mentioned out. in the promo. Getting called out, but not there, yeah. Yeah, she uh, will we'll find out soon what that was all about. I'm sure Sean is working on that one. Triple threat! <laughs> Dude, people are saying it. I don't want to see it. I just I want a one-on-one -on -one match. I don't, no, I don't, I don't even want that. So they can do whatever to this match. I don't care. <laughs> like, Honestly, like on the, on the SmackDown side of things, fine. Ronda beats Charlotte. On the Raw side of things, do the Bianca-Becky match, have Bianca win, and the night after Mania... Bring Bailey back and yeah. restart the Bailey and Bianca feud that never was because Bailey got injured. Have her come out and just be a complete piece of shit and be like, I got injured before I got my title match. I want my title match. And, and Bianca be like, I'm a fighting champion. I'll beat your ass. That's fine. Yeah. Cool. That's SmackDown. Let's move on. Uh, we haven't done a lot of AEW talk lately, but now we have quite a bit to talk about. So much tack. 
You want to start with uh, Dynamite? Dynamite? Earlier. Dynamite? (laughs) So you and I, we do a Dynamite preview on Wednesdays when we do the show live at noon Eastern here on Fightful Overbooked. And uh, we had mentioned that it was going to be John Moxley versus Brian Schmendrick. Sorry, Brian Kendrick. And And then shit went down. (laughs) And then people started to really put the pressure on. And TK said, probably shouldn't do this considering our very Jewish main eventer is going to have the moment of the night and let's not do that. So Wheeler Yuta gets the match versus John Moxley in a very good match. Very good. Why, why was Dan Housen coming out with Wheeler Yuta? Like, like I, I know the reason. Theory, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was, it was weird. <laughs> I, that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, what the hell is Dan? Wait, what? Oh man. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> like, Dan Housen on TV. I don't care. It's, and it's fine. Exactly. It, I was just happy to see Dan Housen. I was like, yeah, exactly. I, I just saw him come out and I was just like, I get why, but I don't get why. Like, what's yeah. the what, what's the well, the overarching point we're making here? And it was Dan just that line. Exactly. Yeah, sure. It's very evil with the best friends. Yeah. Friendship so is the, evil. Very evil. Very nice. So very these nice two friend. have these two have a match that absolutely spotlights Wheeler Yuta. And the mm-hmm. best thing about Wheeler Yuta on AEW TV is that he gets these ridiculous wins on Elevation, on Dark, on the YouTube shows. And then he like loses the big one on Dynamite or Rampage. I, you know, it, this worked way better. If if the end plan was for what happened after the match to always happen, then this worked way, 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 way better than Brian Kendrick versus John Moxley would have. So, yeah. So uh, yeah, like here's the question: Is Dan Hasen now part of Chaos? Everyone <laughs> joins Chaos. Once Susan exactly. joined Chaos, the forbidden door was open to joining Chaos, and we'll oh get to God. the. It's just the door we'll frame now. The door's off the hinges and set aside. <laughs> no, we're squeaking up the door. We're 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 gonna get the the hinges back together. And we're gonna open. No, no, that's a different back. door. This is the Chaos door. <laughs> that's right. It's a door of Chaos. Yeah. So, out comes the Americans and Dragons and Bryans and Danielson. And he jumps into the ring and everyone's just like, ooh, it's about to go down. And instead he's like, you want to see us fight? And he's like, a long time I wanted to fight him too. And then then he starts going off on Moxley. And he's like, we're seeing a new John Moxley. And give it up for John Moxley. And then he starts pumping up John Moxley and he starts saying, we shouldn't be fighting. We should be fighting together. We should be a tag team. And everyone's just like, oh, what are we doing here? I'm I'm listening. Okay, let's listen to the man. He says, you know, here's the deal. And I know why I know why everybody here loves AEW. I get it. But there's no reason why some millennial cowboy should be the AEW world champion. Boo. There's no reason why someone dressed like a literal dinosaur should be an AEW world tag team champion. Cheers. Uh, no. <laughs> there is no reason why somebody's main contribution to society is creating a vlog and they should be the TNT champion. First of all, I love that he brings back his hatred for vlogs because he's done it before. That's how you keep him. it going. That's good. That's that's keeping your business. And he says, you and me, we can run this place. And he starts naming off people, starts naming off Wheeler Yuta, starts the Orange Cast, or starts, uh, sorry, talking about uh, Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, all these people that he should be with, not Orange Cassidy or Dan Housen. And I'm loving this promo, but I'm yeah, wondering, Tim, does it have legs? Will they team up? Do they start a few? What do you want? I think maybe... They just put it out there to see what the fan reaction would be. And they're just going to do some fan service. Whatever we want, they might throw together. Okay. <laughs> Mox is a millennial too. Yes, I'm absolutely. Pre- yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. So I was just like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mox and Danielson are the same age, if not yeah, very close. 
I Yo, love it. We, like, we, we, we in there too. So you, yeah, you know. we get it. We get it. <laughs> I mean, what, are, what can we do? Are we going to put these two together instead of at odds? Do we put them together, put the fan service and then turn? Yeah. Have Mox turn on Danielson. Look, what we need to do is set these guys aside away from the main event picture for a little while, right? It needs room to breathe. They have all these other guys. They have a bunch of other people that they need to elevate. Like Adam Cole just inserted himself. He's definitely down the line. Well, we're going to get MJF coming down the line. I mean, you've even got CM Punk down the line. Like, you've got all of these people that, that are in the main event picture. You need to make room for it put these guys in a faction and you you can still feature them because they're not going to not be featured. Boom. Like I think Damn okay. millennials. So maybe Danielson is like just outside. I think Danielson is, X. I don't care what you say. Danielson is not 40. You can show me his birth certificate. I'll say it's still, it's still four. He's 38 at best. 38 forever. Uh, so I don't, uh, again, I don't hate where this is going. Yeah. What I want to know is will it play out in a way that uh, entices people more? Or will it be like, I just mentioned these guys and that's it. Like, it was, was there any point in mentioning these guys? Or were you just teasing us? Or are you actually looking for something out of this with these guys? What do we do? Do we put them I, all together? I would like yeah. to see it. I don't, like, I don't think we follow directly what was said there. But like, I think... Yeah, I think they go through a tear, right? Like they 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 put they either get a faction together or they take the titles for the tag that like they take the tag titles and put that together, and then we see them and Santana Ortiz. That sounds dope. Like sure, you know, and then and then they start to build a faction around it. Yuda Garcia Moriarty. So individually, not doing anything in particular. Garcia's yeah. a 2.0. He can easily break out and be like, I got to move out. I got to do my own thing. I feel for 2.0 in that case because the three of them are what makes, what brings things to the table because Daniel Garcia gets the main events. Uh, but, they'll be, Yuta, but they'll be okay regardless. Like they, you know, they're so good on the mic. Like I think they'll be fine. Yuda's the only one that I'm like, not th- that I question because he's with chaos. He's with best friends, yeah. but they got to kick him out. And how do they do that? They do the match with Trent. Trent is just like, I told you so. Is that what we do? No, I mean, here's the thing. They they just pull him away, right? Like, Yuta's kind of on the fence because, like, he's not getting the love from Trent necessarily. Like, yeah. you have Mox and Danielson pull him into their group, and then you've got your first feud with them, right? For the, for yeah. without a title, you've got something set up. You do the Mox, Danielson, Yuta versus Best Friends for a little bit because Best Friends are recently unencumbered, more or less, so... Problem is, you do that, and you're just using best friends as as losing fodder again. They have they to win something. Are. I think. Well, Cassidy just won his lights out match. Yeah, but like they kind of did that as a service to to best friends losing almost every other week to them. It was. I don't know. Orange Cassidy ain't going to be holding the title. I don't think so. It's fine. Like, how dare you? How dare I? Orange dare Cassidy you? not become a title, a championship contender. My God, I am upset at you now. But I get what you're saying. I yeah. and I do think best friends would be the right choice to to have all these breakouts go against. Uh, it just, I wonder how you tell that story in a way that's not, you know, Yuda centric. Lead it to Trent's departure from best friends, right? The you mean Yuda's departure from, from best uh-uh. friends? Uh-uh. You say have Trent. You, have Yuda leave, cause this friction, have the feud, have best friends lose, but it's not a pointless loss because Trent departs. He, yeah, he gets so frustrated like- and then he transitions into a singles. Wrong. We've been saying this for weeks. Yuta has to beat Trent to prove his worth in best friends. Have yeah. Yuta beat Trent on Dynamite and then still go 
and yep. join and be like, forget you. I didn't need to do this to prove like, myself this shouldn't to have you. been necessary, right? Like yeah. this isn't what friendship is. And yes, Chad, I understand that best friends had some wins, but my point was they felt like those wins were given to them after people started saying, boy, the elite, the pinnacle or the, the paragon, whatever you want to call them is uh, winning a lot of these matches. Like it just felt like it was one-sided best friend yeah. losing all the time. And I, I know just... that it wasn't like that, but it felt that way. I'm just not that concerned about it. I think that you could do a really great package that leads to a long-term story for Trent. And here's the thing. I don't know that they've been that good at this. Like they want to talk about it, but we've the, the mid card stories have kind of gotten a little bit lost in the wind. It's just yes. been like, you're a, you're a dork and I'm a cool guy and it hasn't been that good. Here's a really meaty one that they could tell if they put it together and we'll just see if they do. It's always also contingent on people not getting hurt and stuff, which yeah. And yes, we we have talked about this, how a lot of the mid card promos, a lot of the mid card stories suddenly just change and fly away and they they just happened on a whim. This is one that could stick. And I'd like to see that. Um, Yeah, mid card stories are mid. So CBO Brandy Rhodes. Oh, my God, it just got worse. I'm sorry. What the hell was happening here? And and like someone said, I watched everything after the fact. And and, uh, I think it was DJ. It was just like, don't spare yourself. And I was like, no. No, I'm, gonna I'm a masochist. It. I gotta do it. I gotta do it so that I can talk about it with y'all. Woof. Lambert comes out. They do the thing again where Lambert starts calling her a hussy and says that she's a sex Wow. There was really, there was no, one note to this. Yeah, they just went hard. And then Brandy's like, the only reason we went after Ethan Page was so that we can get to Josh Alexander. We'll get to him in a minute. That was a good and- one. But like, the crowd is also booing the hell out of her nonstop, which makes this even more awful because like he's saying repulsive shit and she is hated and it's just like why are we doing this and then we find out why eventually you you, you probably got some talk lambert's like i had a feeling you'd be in a fighting mood tonight after brandy slaps him in the face and then out comes Paige van zandt now, what tipped me off that this was going to be a wrestling match thing is that when they showed the placard for Brandy, the lower third, it said is on an eight match winning streak. And I'm like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> that was the moment where I said, oh, we're going to a match somewhere because normally they'd just be like chief Brandy officer or something like host of a shot of Brandy on YouTube, something else. But when they mentioned that it was a match streak, I'm like, oh, we're doing a match. So, uh, yeah, Paige Van Zandt comes out. Dude, I don't know. I don't want to necessarily say it's going to be bad, but I don't have high expectations for that match. Maybe do no, a tag. No, I mean, you've got two meh wrestlers. wrestlers. Paige Van Zant just realized she could make more money not getting bare-knuckle busted. Like <laughs> Bare-knuckle busted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't... I don't care for it. I don't need it. Let's just move on. We'll see where it goes. And this is this this is also just made worse by the fact that that Lambert is now in two segments, which is not working for me. Like he, he it, it doesn't make sense. It's just kind of wonky. So, so I'm going to ask this question to chat, and it's going to take a minute for them to catch up. Is it Kings of the Black Throne or is it Knights of the Black Throne? Or what was the other one? What's his face? Uh, Justin Roberts had a different announcing, but is it Knights or Kings of the Black Throne? And yes, there is a right answer to this chat. Brody King, Malachi really Black. Kings. So. Well, we're going to get there. Uh, they took on Death Triangle. That's Pac and Penta in a very fun match. A very good very match. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I really, I knew this was going to go hard and it did. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I wasn't shocked to see the Knights and or Kings of the Black Throne get the win got knights of the black throne i got king good finish too really good kings, finish like that just 
Chat, I'm going to tell you something. You're wrong. Mike got it? it right. It is Knights of the Black Throne. If you go to AllEliteWrestling.com, go to their results page. They call them the Knights of the Black Throne. That's how we're doing it. They make leaves covers. leaves space for a king of the Black Throne. You can bring him yes. in later. Exactly. The king <gasps> is Who's it going to be? Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> thank you for that yeah i thought thought i'd give you a laugh (laughs) anyway (laughs) i can't do the show anymore we're done here thanks folks (laughs) there is an Uh, audio component to this we should we should tighten up we should yeah we should probably move on (laughs) Uh, i do like the beginning of the match with Pac. Uh, the daredevil the, impression yeah <laughs> doing his daredevil impression and then taking it off and just be like i can see and everyone's like we uh we know so uh, yeah we knew that I was, I was worried it was going to be a permanent thing where he's just got a very transparent blindfold every week like, oh. <laughs> could you imagine if it would just been that I mean, blindfold if anyone can make it work i think pot can make it work but i mean yeah. i don't know he's still the bastard so you don't 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 start throwing other stuff on him he was wearing the same he was wearing tights like the Knights of the Black Throne too. And I was like, wait, what? Is he going to do a thing? No. Didn't. No. Anyway, let's move forward. Uh, uh, now the Rose takes on Ruby Soho in a match that I really enjoyed. I yeah. actually yeah, I yeah. quite enjoyed watching these two go back and forth. Knew it would be a good match. I love seeing Nyla Rose improve every week. Uh, and I said to myself, Ruby's just going to eat the L here. But she doesn't look bad in defeat. I think no, the they, they the match did the, is really good. They did the spot that showed her power where Nyla had to hop on her shoulders. But it, like, you know, yeah. that 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 was necessary, right? They had to show that she's strong. They had the one of one of the non-monstrous rancid guys there. That was cool. Yes, they had Lars Fredrickson there. He was not great. Tim Armstrong. No. No, no, not no. the, the, the one with the barcode on his head is the good one. Yeah. Never would have thought that, but here we are. Uh yeah, it, again, good match, fun. And they did the spot, excuse me, the spot on the rope where Ruby was going for no future, the kick to the head. And yeah. it was shot very awkwardly that people started thinking that it was some botch, but it, it very no, clearly it was like wasn't. a fallback, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was Nyla trying to, you know, hook her arm over and try to pull it away or pull the, uh, pull Ruby's uh, momentum away. And it worked. I think Nyla just, just needed to make, weird. yeah, I think Nyla, I, well, I, I think Nyla just needed to make it a little bit more obvious. She was hooking hmm. into the rope, right? It's it's the, the difference between TV and theater, right? Like she did TV subtle, but you're in a big arena. You got to do like theater overt. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's fine with me. Again, good yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. It happened. And that was that. Uh, <laughs> jungle Boy gets tossed into a mountain of snow. Uh, <laughs> He's not used to that. He's from the jungle. He's whoa. used to warm climates. It's very cold. What about what about Luchasaurus? He's not wearing a he's not wearing a coat. It's winter out there. It's cold. Yeah, I, he's a dinosaur. He's cold blooded. Oh no, he's yeah. cold blooded. That's so dangerous. He could have died. He could have died. Thank died. You. Very serious. What what the ass boys did this week? Very That's serious. Right. Called him Jungle. Christian Cage is from Canada. He gets it. I mean, he's been living in Florida forever. But like, come on. Yeah. So eventually, you remember how to be a cold guy, right? Anyway. They're gonna do. Uh, they're gonna do Jungle Boy Luchasaurus versus the Gun Club on Rampage. Ass Boys. The Ass Boys. I'm. Sorry. They should put on their their new great theme song. Dan Housen put great pains to to get that out there. I would love to see that happen. Have you seen that video? It's so funny. I have. It's very good. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, Adam Page comes out for an interview. 
And then out comes everyone's favorite human again, Dan Lambert with Jake Roberts. And uh, sure, why not? Man, but- I, I, I'm the murder hawk. Yeah, it's I'm the murder hawk, and I'm I'm a good I'm gonna be the WWE or that AEW champion. And it's like, yep. no, you're not. <laughs> That's very obvious that you're not, given what you just did. Lance Archer and Adam Page next week in a Texas death match. Now, I'm fine with it. Again, we know what the story <laughs> is. David Goliath and Page looks hawk, though. <laughs> like Say everything's a Texas death match with him. Getting one note. Yeah, it's fine. I like Lance Archer. I like him yeah, as a too. human. I like him as right. a wrestler. I know what I'm getting here. That's fine by me. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's mid-card fodder. Speaking of mid-card fodder, the demo god is no longer saying GFY. He's saying I'm the influencer. That's much worse. Have <laughs> you ever met an influencer that you liked him? Not not a one. Not a Thank single you. one. Insufferable people. Not a job. Just you're turning yourself into a billboard, which makes you... It's just awful. just yeah like no thank you you garbage person like a billboard that's your aspiration do better <laughs> uh so jericho's like santana i'm not gonna yell like jericho because my throat will hurt for days if yeah, I do and it. our ears will bleed yeah so i don't need that uh you what you did last week was not tagging me in and it was disrespectful and unacceptable them's fighting words and because you started in this business in eddie kingston so what we started on AEW together i demand a Full inner circle team meeting in the ring. Attendance is mandatory. Now, first of all, Sammy Guevara, you can do the voice later because he has a match. Yeah. Sammy Guevara is is having great success as a TNT champion again. Uh, Jake Hager is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> Invisible. And, uh, the problem here is with three members of the team, not, not all five. Like, if they don't say something like, and Jake Hager, where the hell have you been? And Jake just be like, elsewhere and th- that's it this whole thing it should end with the with the inner circle looking at chris jericho and saying chris this could have been an email that that's a good away. finish that's a very good see that's a good blow line you just did all of the work for them tony khan you better be listening yes this could have been an email for the first time ever with 45 minutes left on the clock it's mjf versus cm punk in chicago so you know what the match is going to be like shout out to mjf for wearing new york yankee tights very Caught good that too stuff. very good yes. <laughs> wearing the pinstripes like the champion that he is punk wearing his camo tights which i know is a callback to something and i know i read it somewhere and i'm sure someone in the chat's gonna be like you dork it was this so let me know in the chat but don't call me a dork uh <laughs> What do you think of the match? What did you have to say about it? What What do you Great. think? Great. I loved it. I loved it start to finish. I didn't mind the restart. The story was MJF's the dirtbag, and they, they did it. They did it from every possible angle. I didn't mind it. I really, really enjoyed it, uh, and the right person won. So we can go and be like, good job, CM Punk, because I yeah. was concerned that he might be on his own shit, but he wasn't. He let it happen and it should have happened and it's perfect. He put a guy over who needed to be put over. CM Punk's still great because, you know, it's a dirty loss. He's Ric Flair and all over the place. Like, it was good. It was really good. I was very, very happy with this match. When they did the false finish, I was like, okay, I think we're still going to give MJF the win. But now MJF gets to say, I beat him twice at home. Same. Exactly. Like, even better. Put him over even more. Like, even better than that is the finish with Wardlow mm-hmm. and how you have no idea what happens until they have to show the replay and the announcers call it out for you. 
I didn't catch it the first time. Me neither. I don't think anyone did. And then they had to tell you in the truck, oh, point it out. And they do. That, to me, was absolutely fantastic. Smooth like butter. This was very, very good. Very good. Great match. Went right to the end of the show. And uh, I I wonder if Punk was hurt at all or if he was just selling that leg real well because he was having trouble putting weight on it. But I'm hoping it's a sell. Uh, Either way, MJF gets that win, gets his first win of the year, and he gets to give Punk his first loss ever in AEW. Where do we go from here? Exactly. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know that there's necessarily... I don't know that there necessarily is. I think maybe the Wardlow stuff gets in the way. Like, if you do a rematch, do it quick, have Wardlow end it, like, ruin it. I feel like Wardlow is going to be part of the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Yeah, you're right. You're very right. And we're back on that MJF Wardlow train. You can kind of split them up for a little bit. And yeah, so they're pointing out that, that they Punk did the Pepsi plunge for the first time in 17 years, which is great. Cool. That's the pedigree yeah. off the second rope? Off top rope, nice? yeah. Top it was cool. Rope. Ooh, yeah, yeah, top rope. Good. Real good. Real neat. But... Yeah, we, you send out Captain Sean Dean, and he's going to beat uh, MJF again, and that's how you continue the feud. Perfect. Glad we did yeah, this. Sure. I, I don't know where we go from here. I think we split off. Maybe we split off Punk and MJF for a bit. Maybe they come back. We got to. We got to find a way. That's the. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't have any offhand ideas. That would take some like writers' room thinking. I think to get to something, to something really solid to transition the two of them. Yeah, but Wardlow and MJF seem to be back together for now, or at least working on the same page. The handoff was smooth. Yeah. That that to me means that they are communicating and they are together and everything is okay, at least for now. For now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to AEW Rampage and then we got to talk about the Forbidden Door. Ooh. Anyway, Rampage kicks off with Adam Cole. Baby. Bay Bay. Sorry, hashtag Bay Bay. I don't know why they do that. Versus Evil Uno. In a- That's going to get lost in a weird mess. No. <laughs> don't know why it happens like that. Yeah, anyway, uh, he takes on Evil Uno. Match is fine. It's real quick, but let's get to the real meat in it. And that is Adam Cole saying, I beat all these guys. Names Kazarian, Jungle Boy, Anthony Green, John Silver, Wheeler Yuta, Orange Cassidy, Jake Alice, Trent, and now Evil Uno. I think we're trying to get Adam Cole seriously vying for a title shot. Do we do it a revolution or do we do it sooner? When's revolution? March the 3rd. It's the first weekend of March. That's so soon. That's March the 5th, 6th. We could do Adam Cole hangman right after uh murder Hawk. Like, I think that would be fine. We got to heat him up a little more. Right. So that just means that he faces whoever the hell for the next few weeks to like somebody stronger than evil Uno, perhaps, but you know, someone who's going to give him some real championship cred. Yeah, I mean, you are really close to the pay-per-view. You're, you got one, two, three, four. You got four weeks to build a championship match. And that's after you get through Wednesday when you have a title defense. So realistically, unless someone comes right out at the end of the Texas death match and stakes their claim, you got three weeks after that to make this title match sizzle. Yeah, which I, I don't know. I'd like to do it a little bit later, but I'm fine either way. Whatever happens. I think Cole and Hangman happens at double or nothing at this rate. Give them yeah, more time. That's That and, would be preferable. And there's plenty of people you can throw at, at Hangman in the meantime. While you're doing that, I mean, you can build to Brit and Thunder Rosa on a double or nothing as well. Have a real stacked ass card. Which is, that's, that, that timeline makes sense. And Thunder Rosa's taking that title, clearly. <laughs> that's what's happening at this point. They're heating yeah. her up to get that. 
But I mean, let's we can fast forward to that match because Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez have won a hell of a brawl, and it ends in a DQ, which I liked it. Piped are good. <laughs> uh, and if you want to get piped, go to the other channel because we don't have that sponsor. <laughs> we don't have. We don't have it. No, we don't. But you can drop us a super chat or a humper chat. Get your comment statement read on the air. We appreciate y'all uh, for doing that. So. Merck and TR have, sorry, I call her Merce- I call Mercedes Merck. That's just how I do it. Uh, they have a great match and they just, like I said, they go hard. They do a bunch of stuff on the floor, do a snap suplex. They got that spine buster. Uh, and then, yeah, we get a pulled out lead pipe. You piped. <laughs> she gets piped. Got pushed too far. Is that what that, is that, what that was? I don't know. It's good. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, it was a real, real good match. And then they're going to probably do it again. Is it going to be a street fight next? What do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, do something harsh. I don't know. Have have Thunder Rosa show out in that again, you know? Like, yeah, just remind exactly. people how good she is in, in violent situations. Fine by me. So we'll see where it goes. But the whole important thing here is in the backstage, Mercedes Martinez is interviewed and she all of a sudden Britt Baker comes up and she's like, Hey, I paid to have you take her out. You're mine. And of course, Jamie Hader is like, what the hell is this? Uh, so now we got to do Hader versus Mercedes Martinez. There's That's plenty. There's plenty to stretch us out to get to Britain. Thunder Rosa double or nothing. So like they came out and I was like, Oh, I know what's happening now. Like we're, we're leading to Britain Thunder Rosa again. And Thunder Rosa is taking the title. Like that's what's plenty. happening here. Plenty of pipe to go around him. Is that what you're trying to tell them? I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. TNT Championship. We've got Isaiah Cassidy taking on the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, a.k.a. Sammy Guevara. Thank you. Very good match. Isaiah Cassidy shows out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really had fun with that. Matt Hardy hitting Sammy with a side effect on the edge of the ring while the ref was distracted. That was cool. So uh, many shenanigans. There was a lot of nans. And then, what, uh, once again, I'll call it out because I call it out every time I have to listen to Taz do it. Having Chris Jericho, who's already unpleasant on commentary, continue to be part of the story happening. Like, I really hate telling. I hate the, like, player commentator stuff. Like, it's really getting on my nerves. There's so much of it now between Taz and Jericho. Like, one or the other. I don't care. <laughs> like, Andrade comes out at one point, gets into the ring. That's a whole thing. Then Darby Allen comes out and he starts to get them out of the ring. And then Darby stands next to Sammy and he starts tapping him on the smacking him, being like, I want the title shot. Sammy wins. Give me the, match, give me the titles. Give me the titles. Also, give me the him titles. continuing to carry two belts is lame to me. Not a big fan. <laughs> it's very like, strange. It's fine. He's, like he's undisputed. Um yeah. okay. So yeah, after uh, two a two-week interim. <laughs> so while that's happening. Uh, no, you know what? We're going to come back to this. We're going to go circle back. Put, put a pin. Inner circle back. Inner circle. We're going to inner circle back to Isaiah Cassidy. Okay. Let's get, let's go with the, the final match of the night on Rampage, which is the FTW title. It's Ricky Starks versus Jay Lethal. All I really want to draw attention to from this because I, I just was the finish. The finish itself was all that I really needed in this match, which went hard. It was good. Uh, you had that lethal injection attempt. Starks grabs lethal, flips him in midair into the Rochambeau, and retains his FTW championship. That counter was enough. That was hot fire, hot fire finish made up for the very lackluster Mark Henry segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
otherwise you know i didn't really care much for that main event i thought it was fine i like that that finish was a mute yeah finishes all that i really needed and uh now we can go back talk about isaiah cassidy so after well let's 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 rewind to tk on busted open i think this was earlier in the week or or in the weekend he's like hey i'm gonna make a big announcement and we're like okay cool He's like, I'm going to make a big announcement for, for next week or for, for Dynamite. For Dynamite. No, says, he says he's going to make it for Rampage. Oh, okay. And then he says, uh, I've got another one. Mm-mm. Sorry, I'm Mm-mm. just going to. That ain't it. Yeah, mute that. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that here. Uh, and then we had him say, oh, okay, Isaiah Cassidy was real great. He deserves another shot. He made the most of his uh, made the most of his opportunity. Maybe he'll get into a title, ramp, title shot again. Cool. Let's do that. And then on Rampage, they're saying Tony Khan's going to make another announcement. So basically, an announcement for an announcement for an announcement. And I'm loving it because that is the TK way. The uh, Matroshka dolls of announcements. That's what's happening <laughs> this week. Uh, for those who don't know, those are the Russian nesting dolls. Matryoshka, yeah. So now he says on Twitter something along the lines of forbidden doors open. Someone's coming in. They're going to sign a contract with AEW. On Even Wednesday. if that door means slamming the door in their former employer's face. <laughs> Whatever like, that wow, means. You did a lot of cocaine for this one. Yeah. So anyway, he says if it's going to slam someone's door shut, whatever, they're going to come in and, and they're going to sign their contract at AEW. And then he doubles down and says that match is going to be a face of the revolution ladder match qualifying match versus Isaiah Cassidy. So. Now everyone's brain starts going off and everyone's losing their shit. Who's it going to be? So let's start. <clears throat> Friends in the chat, I know if you, if you want to tell us, you can. If you want to super chat us telling us who you think it's going to be, you can go ahead. So let's start. Is it going to be Shane McMahon? Shane that McMahon, would... who, was, who was released this week. Is it Shane McMahon? Okay, here's, this, here's the thing. There's a non-zero percent chance it's Shane McMahon. <laughs> Is it a high chance? No, not at all. Very, very tiny one but it is non-zero in which case that would heat things up because things are off the rails in a way that is very amusing that would be such a bunch of public clownery that i would love it if that was i don't care and like it, it would show that shane mcmahon is insane like a stupid crazy person but it would be funny as hell for me as a viewer so like yeah. The name on the contract says McMahon. Yeah, like for real though. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I would absolutely lose my guard. Shane like, McMahon what, probably. 30 years it. later, for real. <laughs> uh Keith Lee. Keith Lee just got married this weekend. Congratulations, congratulations to him and Mia Yim. That's great. I don't think it's Keith Lee. I think that doesn't fit the narrative. Like, no. and it just depends how much weight we're putting on that slams the door on his former employer employer line. Because, like, yeah. that makes Shane McMahon more likely than Keith Lee for that. Because Keith Lee, that means nothing. Like, that, then you just said a thing, Tony, that is meaningless, which is, I don't think, really what's going on here. So, probably not, uh, probably not Keith Lee. He will probably be not in Keith AEW, Lee. but not, not on. Yeah. A lot of people here in the chat saying, Mustafa Ali, I understand where you're coming from. It, Chad. It I fits, get it. It fits the door thing much it's better than Shane McMahon. But it's... That's not the door you're thinking of, Chad. I think, you, I think you're thinking of a wrong door because there are a lot of lawyers That's... and a lot of money that TK and no one's going to do it. That's You're picking a very unnecessary fight. And while that would be yeah. excellent, and I would also love that, I, Shane McMahon, I think, is more likely than Mustafa Ali because that causes so many lethal, legal problems. Like. Yeah. 
And like, I, I'm sorry, I love Ali and I have a lot of positive things to say about him as a human being and as a wrestler, but Ali is not the guy that you put a, that much money in a lawsuit for if it's i don't know those 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 little chain wrestling promos pretty good that's fine but he's not here's the thing that could also come with that though it just depends if how much like put your money where your mouth is type thing because this opens up the independent contractor thing and i don't know what aew does are there are they independent contractors but they truly Uh, are because they can book elsewhere yeah some of them have full-time deals because that's the thing like if you're trying to ride that what is an obvious miscategorization in u.s employment like this is a good way to open it, but it depends. Like then you're spending a lot of money to start a fight, which is not necessarily a good business move. And I don't think Ali is the person you start that fight with. I think yeah. it's, you know, who you start that fight with and this is people. I don't get up in arms because of the name. It's Roman Reigns. That is the person that you bring in from another place that has a contract and you start a war. Yeah, it's not someone. Like, again, Ali to WWE could easily just be like, okay, cool, but we're still going to fight you for it. Yeah. But the fight is on, if you really want to pump up this whole Forbidden Door thing, the fight is on with someone like Roman Reigns or John Cena, sure. Yeah, and like, I mean, if you want to do that, if if you're going to take like a moral charge, and this, God, this can get in the weeds, but like, if you're going to do that, you could do that with someone like them. It will hurt WWE more because not only... Are they going to lose financially because they have to, but they have lawyers on yep. staff. This shareholder hit would be huge because getting into a fight like that over miscategorized employees is, is a nightmare. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's still going to cost AEW an absolute fortune, which is, again, probably not what you want to be spending capital on right now. But so that's why Isaiah Cassidy is in the ring on Wednesday nights waiting for his opponent. Who's it going to be? The lights go down. Everyone's cheering wildly because who could it be? Who could it be? It could it's be probably anyone. not Shane McMahon. It's almost certainly not Mustafa Ali. And then all of a sudden the music hits. Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> and out comes free agent Cody Rhodes with Tony Khan. And they're they're holding each other's arms. You up. Bastard! They're just they're just holding each other's arms up. They're excited. And out comes Cody with the with the, the AEW folder and he opens it up. And then Tony Khan just gives him his back and he puts the, the folder on his back and he takes out the thing and he's ah Cody Rhodes. And he gets a shot at the face of the revolution ladder match. Cody Rhodes, free agent, re-signs with AEW. That is the big forbidden door. You bastard (laughs) it's all it is not that no that's the one you do that's cody Rhodes. okay let me give you my actual actual names tim okay because there's a lot of names in this chat like i get it i see page i mean i don't think page is coming in because they're not gonna do an intergender match uh i don't think it's ashley flair same reason i don't think it's john Mm -hmm. cena uh john morrison's interesting but probably not not really door slam in that case right yeah these are people who have been fired so here's the thing all the guys I just mentioned, WWE names minus Cody, guys who recently got released. Therefore, there's no door for them to cross. There's no bell for him to ring. Anyway, Jay White is my number one. Noted knife pervert. I get it. But the New Japan door is open again. The Impact door is open again. They're both working together. Jay White's been on Impact. He's probably one of the guys that I could see. And who knows? But it all depends on his New Japan deal. You don't like And it. that's the thing. Like, that makes the most sense with the Forbidden Door bit. But it's so boring to me. And I like Jay White. It's just like, that's not very exciting. Yeah, that's fine. I got it. That's like, and if this stupid announcement wasn't like nested in three announcements big, then like, you know, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like if he just said that once and he came out, fine. 
but like we've built it up and there's so many other people like you do have the jeff hardy option which like yes if jeff hardy comes in first thing he does is ripping on like if you in order to make that slam the door nonsense he's got to rip on wwe same thing with if, if if it's bray wyatt like the first thing that they have to do is cut a very unpleasant promo <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, why do i have to throw that out in the ether because i can oh, and because it man. works Toxic. uh Juice Robinson's another one. Juice just officially had his New Japan contract finish. That was the end of uh, January. I could see him, but again, that's not big enough. Like, I I don't think, to me personally, like, nobody from New Japan is going to be big enough for this, so I don't know. For that fan base, it might be. For that fan base, it might be, exactly. Like, it's just my lack of connection with it makes me default to the WWE. Like, there's there's no one who isn't WWE who I will be satisfied by by this absurd announcement hype. Like, if you didn't hype it out, this all would have been swell, but, like... Exactly. Uh, and so I'll give you two more. Here's one that I personally would like to see, and that's Biff Busick, aka the former Oni Lorkin. Oh yeah, comes out. But, and I mean, does the ones also not like, it's not big. No, it's not. But at the same time, Biff's the kind of guy that you have in your back as a mentor, as a coach, as someone who props people up. And if the story is actually that Isaiah Cassidy deserves to be in that ladder match after having a great TNT Championship True. match. Biff Music's the guy you bring in and you beat him on his first night. But guess what? He still looks good because he's coaching guys like Isaiah Cassidy. So that's where I come with Biff Music. True. And like, you know, honestly, this could just be that things got away from Tony Khan. Like that could yeah. just be where the, the hype that I'm feeling for it was because he. he... Yeah, I get it. And and that's the thing. Tony Khan does overhype the, the gimmick a little bit. The forbidden door. A little stuff bit. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I don't. Hell, he's he overhyped the Christian signing. I think a lot of people were let down by that. Same, it was just same. I was, yeah, and I love Christian. Yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, it okay. just kind of happened. Yeah, uh, Gresham's another good shout. I give you that. Uh, Gresh coming through would be interesting only because he still got that pure ROH championship, and I still think they want to do Bandito and uh, Gresham at the SuperCard in. But I mean, April. they can, they can, they can they, still they, do it. But it's a, so. but it's an ROH show. I don't know if they want to. I don't know. It could be. But maybe you know that satisfies the Forbidden Door thing without it being like a whole. They can it, Ring of Honor might just play into it, right? Like it's yeah. not so damaging, but you can pretend in kayfabe that it is. So here's my last my last name for you. All right, and it's because they brought him up on Wednesday, trying to get to Ethan Page. Josh Alexander is the other name. Now it's obvious for us. It's also it's biased for us because he's Canadian. He's from up. He's literally up the street from us, uh, and he's had one hell of a, a run. I don't know if I want to be Josh Alexander before he no. has his comeuppance in Impact. But we don't know if he's signing with Impact either. What are we going to get? We got to get Josh Alexander here so they can misuse him like they're misusing Ethan Page right now. Like there's just no place for that type of guy at the moment. Like find make the room and then bring him in, but. If the face of the revolution ladder match is for a shot, the TNT championship, I think Josh Alexander is the perfect guy to he does give that match. Right. To. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're the way right. you run him right up the ladder. Uh, no pun intended, but also <laughs> right up the ladder. And then he'll grab the brass ring and then he'll be the Scorpio sky. Josh is Josh is the guy I, I see Nick Gage. I think Gage ain't going anywhere on TV weekly. Uh, I think he's good with GCW for now. Who else in the chat? Uh, I, I saw Booker T. I had a good laugh. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yes, Jeff Jarrett. The last My God. Yes. What company is he Jarrett. slamming the door that he hasn't already slammed? <laughs> exactly. GCW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I, I, I'm excited. I'm 
cautiously optimistic of who it could be. Uh, some of the names, like I said, some of them are joke names. Some of them are real. If it's the Cody thing, I want everyone to point that out, please, because I will laugh. Just, yeah, I will laugh. I see Osprey. Uh, I don't think Will Osprey is moving over. I think Osprey is real happy doing New Japan stuff. Uh, I don't think it's Johnny Gargano because his wife is about to give birth. Yeah, literally, he legitimately NBA. wants a break. <laughs> yeah, he's taking a break. Uh, Okada. I don't know if Okada is going to be the guy. I don't know. Don't know. Either way, Tim. I think we got to get out of here. We do. It's a, we it's do. Good show. Let's go run some errands. This thanks. was a good show. Thanks. We had thanks a lot of fun. us. Yeah. We do this every single Wednesday and Sunday live here on Fightful Overbooked here at FightfulOverbooked.com. Uh, Rob Patel with the Super Chat. Thank you. I'm so proud of you two having this many viewers. Thank you. You guys and girls and our friends beyond the binary, you're the reasons why we get to enjoy ourselves like this every week uh, and doing the whole thing. Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? Oh, they can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P Twitter, Instagram. Is there anywhere else? I don't know, probably. Cool, awesome. Uh, it's Fightful Overbooked. We drop new content daily, uh, including, I think today at 5 p.m. Eastern, we're going to drop the first True Rewind, where the boys from True Heel Heat are going to be talking about Classic Raw and Nitro from the time. I know that's going to be JJ's favorite. He just popped for me. And I am Actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the finery, we'll see you on Wednesday for another episode. Noon Eastern. Cheers. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.